everybody, and welcome to episode 81 of the WW Bro Podcast. I am your host, comedian Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live on Facebook.com slash ADomenico every Monday night, 8 p.m. since May, oh no, I've been on WW since May 1st of 2017. I've been coming to you live since January of 18. Doing the podcast, I come in here at my weekly weigh-ins every week and just talk to you about my weight loss journey and everything like that. You can always find the podcast at www.bropodcast.podbean.com as well on iTunes. And please, five-star rate and review. Get those reviews up. I always like to read the reviews. And you can find us on Instagram, myself at ComicAnthonyD, and the podcast at Podcast. All right, everybody. So I didn't get a chance at work to write my reflection down. Um, just when I usually do it, I take like the last 10 minutes of my day and I, I write my reflection before I go to um, my workshop. But I had a call and I was on the phone. I actually, I do some work, so I didn't get a chance to do my reflection. So I, if it's on my, it's on my Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, you can go to Comic Anthony D and you'll see it there. But I'll just give you the gist of it. What I said basically was I had an awesome week uh, on track with my food. There was nothing really I would change this week as far as exercise or what I ate. I had my birthday dinner on Thursday, ate everything I wanted to eat, even though I went over. On that meal, I still had my weeklies, so I let it be one day and not every night this week, like going out for my birthday. And just the week overall, I just had a really good feeling about the week, and no matter what that scale told me, I was going to be happy because it was just one of those weeks that everything was just awesome, and I, I enjoyed myself, and I had a good time, and I wasn't going to let anything that a scale said get to me. With that being said... I am down two pounds this week, and I am down a total of 189.6. As you guys know, I had a gain last week of 3.2, so I took a good chunk of that off. And I was just going over the week. I was thinking, you know what? That 3.8-week loss I had two weeks ago probably wasn't a real 3.8 loss because I was sick that week evened out with the, the gain last week, and then here I lost two pounds this week, so I'm really not worried about it. Uh, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, moving forward. That's really all, all you could do with the weight loss journey. Don't get hung up too much on one week because at, at the end of the month, the numbers will still be there. Samantha wants to know, do you use your fit points too or just weeklies? Someone just suggested I use fit points, and I'm nervous to use those extra points. Honestly, Samantha, I don't use any of my extra points normally. The only reason I use my weeklies, part of my weeklies this week, because it was my birthday, my birthday dinner, and I knew I was going to eat a lot that night. Not even eat a lot. I just, I'll get into the birthday dinner in a little bit, but I just knew I was going to eat a little more than usual, so I use some of those weeklies. But normally, I don't use any of my weeklies or any of my fit points. Again, I get a lot of points. I get 57 points a day, and I hardly ever even come close to that. A lot of the times, I got anywhere from 20 to 10 points still left on the table because, you know, especially now with freestyle, when I'm full, I'm full. I'm not going to force myself to eat just because there's points on the table. That's not how I choose to do my weight loss journey. Some people choose to use their smart points for other things 
to indulge in something else. And good, listen, great. That's what you guys want to do. Do it. But honestly, I don't use my fit points or weeklies. Now, when my, my, my smart points get down, you know, I'm at a point now where my, my smart points are getting to like, you know, maybe like in the 30s. Then yeah, then I'll probably, I'll probably go uh, and dip into some of those at some point. Pedro says, "Talk about discipline, great job." Well, you know what it is, Pedro, and you, you know, you know this, Pedro, because I've talked to you on, on on Facebook a couple of times. I, I don't want to go back to where I was. You know, I, I turned forty this week, last week, and I feel the best I've felt since my twenties. I mean, it's insane to think about. I went through my whole 30s feeling horrible most of the time. And to think about going back to that, it's just it's counterproductive. I don't want to do it. I, w- I want to keep moving forward. So, you know, I, my, I, we do, I talked a little bit about turning 40 last week. For my 40th birthday, I decided to give myself a couple of new tattoos, treated myself. We only turned 40 once. So uh, what I got was, I'll, I got, I'll show you guys on Facebook Live. You can actually see the tattoos. Uh, I got Uncle Cheese, because that's what I'm known for, with my nephews and my niece, and I got their names. And because, you know, it's my favorite television show of all time, and how could I not? I got the Beverly Hills 90210 logo. That's <laughs> Those are the two tattoos I got for my birthday. If anybody's looking to get tattoos done... You're in the Long Island area. Go to Space Ace Tattoo. Talk to Craig. He did both these tattoos and a few other for me, and the work is absolutely phenomenal. So I'll give him a plug. Again, Space Ace Tattoo in Belmore, New York. X for Craig. Uh, He's the one who works on my tattoos. He does my brother's also, and he just does a phenomenal job. And I always go to him with an idea, what I want. I come in, he draws it up, and he usually adds things that I didn't even know I wanted. And very happy with that. So that's what I did, you know, celebrating a little turn 40. I gave myself some new ink. I was originally going to take a day off from work. It just didn't work out, so I took a half a day on Tuesday. So I got some ink, and then I went and I uh, I hung out with my friend Rich at Matador Cigars in Massapequa. We had a, we had a, we had a cigar. Kind of celebrated an early birthday. And, you know, just laid low a little bit. I knew my birthday dinner was going to be on... Oh, Jesus. Come on, Trudy, I'm doing a podcast. So annoying. My sister-in-law, she just mooned me, which no one wants to see. That's why she came down here, because my brother doesn't even want to look at that. Just kidding. Um, My birthday dinner was going to be on Thursday, and... I just wanted to lay low on a Wednesday. None of two when I was coming back. And as you guys know, that's my, my all-time favorite show. So Wednesday, I just went to work, cooked myself some dinner. I went to a WW workshop and watched 90210, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every second of it. Uh, people always ask me what I think of the show. I don't really want to get into it too much as far as what I think of the remake, but it was definitely, uh, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed seeing the old cast back. And I knew it wasn't going to be a remake of the series, like where they were just going to come back and they were going to uh, play themselves again. I knew they were going to do like a hybrid character of the real life people who played 
in the series, so I wasn't disappointed like other people were. So that's how I spent my 40th, the day of my 40th birthday, just enjoying a nice dinner, 90210, and hanging out. Thursday was actually my uh, my birthday dinner, and I got to reflect. Pay, uh, you know what Pedro says here. Pedro says, I hear you, Anthony. When I started WW, I was 418.8, and I remember how miserable uh, I was. It was a different program at that time, and a little discipline involved. It took me a long time to learn that I was not dieting, but changing uh, my lifestyle change. He says, 13 and a half years later, he's keeping over 216 pounds down. Look at that. And he's now moving forward to the to the best life when I turn 50 in 2022, which I will be my 16th WW anniversary. Congratulations, Pedro. That's awesome. Keeping that weight off for that time. You think about that. That's I'll get back to what I was talking about before, but I just want to touch on that. It's what I always say. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. And if that's not showing you that, I don't know what else is. Over 13 and a half years doing the program, through every change of it. You know, from flex points to smart points to freestyle. Sometimes they tweak the program, but the idea is still the same. The, the premise is still the same. It's, it's changing your lifestyle. It's not dieting. It's learning how to eat, learning how to get a healthy relationship with food. That's really what the program's about, because I know people are a little up in arms because they've heard that they're going to tweak the program a little uh, come the new year. What are they really doing to it? What is that different about it? Not really anything. It's still the same thing. It's still watching your portions, having a healthy relationship with food. And you know what? I think they change it for the better. To be honest, every time I've I've adapted and moved forward with it, that that's all you really can do. But you know, turning forty was it was it was a big deal for me because uh, I and I touched on I've touched on it last week and I've I've touched on it through the episodes. You know, living an unhealthy lifestyle through your your twenties and thirties, seeing forty is not necessarily something that's promised, and for a while. Especially in my 30s, uh, it was something that I didn't think I was going to see. I know it's a little, you know, dark and whatever, but it was a real fear. It was an absolute real fear because I didn't feel good. I was not moving around a lot. I was eating like garbage. And that was all leading to an unhealthy lifestyle. And... How much can a body take? That's what my real fear was. So turning 40 to me, uh, I'm not going to say it's like a rebirth because I've been doing this for a couple of years now, but it's almost like a new chapter. And I have a lot to look forward to in my 40s. I feel like it's going to be an awesome decade. It's off to a great start. I feel like I'm on the cusp of a lot of things happening to me that I that probably wouldn't have happened if I didn't start getting my life together. I know there's something going on this month uh, that I can't really talk about until after it's over and see if I can talk about it. 
but it's something that's very exciting that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do if I didn't get my, my, my act together. And it's, and incorporates a lot of things that I like in my life. So I'm grateful for that. Uh, I'm grateful that I'm here, that I could be around for my nephews and my niece. Watching them grow up has been amazing. Especially now that we're under the same roof, even though my sister-in-law comes down and disturbs the podcast. It's still awesome, and it's still awesome to be around. You know, it's, 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 it's just an age. It's a number. Because I felt worse at 35 than I feel at 40. I think I felt worse at 30 than I do at 40. Because I, I had said it before, I've lost a lot of weight between 23 and 25. And then it was a struggle. It was a fight. And I'd, every time at the end of those struggles and those fights, I would come up on the losing end and up more weight. So when you think about turning 40, you know, people are like, oh, I'm old. It's a, it's a, you know, oh, middle age. It's not. It's It's what you make of it. And if you keep an active lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle. There's nothing wrong with enjoying your 40s. I know I'm really looking forward to it. I had my uh, transition to something that happened that made me appreciate, you know, life a little more and just even just my Saturday walk. So I'm on my walk and I'm... If you ever been to the Norman J. Levy Preserve, if you live on Long Island, there's a dock that you go down. And on the way back up, uh, this gentleman tapped me on the shoulder. And he just said, hey, man, I, I run here a lot. I'm here almost every week. And every once in a while, I just like to stop somebody, introduce myself that I've seen here before, and just tell them my story. And you know what? In the past, old me would have not even taken my headphones out. One, because I'm in my own little world. I'm self-conscious about a lot of things. I don't want to, you know, someone looking at me while I'm working out or talking to me while I'm working out. But something told me to, to go with it. So I took my headphones off and... Introduced himself to me. The gentleman's name was Ross, and he was an awesome guy. Told me his story. He lost 100 pounds. He had, you know, he contracted diabetes. He was a smoker. He quit smoking. Started walking first, then running. He's 60 years old, and he said, I, I feel better than I did 10 years ago. And I kind of, then I told him some of my story about, you know, how much weight I've lost to that point. Just turning things around. And he said, do you mind if I walk with you? Now, normally, I, I, just, I just don't like people walking with me. Most of the time, because I'm, it's not that I don't want company. I'm self-conscious about it because I'm slower than they are. And sometimes I got to just sit and catch my breath for a second. But the more I, I, I end up walking with somebody, the more I realize nobody cares. That, that's not what they're they're. They're walking with for the experience, to, to for the you know to for the conversation, for, for for the support. 
And we had an awesome conversation. We talked about, you know, what we did for a living, his kids. I talked about my nephews. I talked about my niece. I talked about uh, being a comedian. We talked about just life in general. He brought up some politics stuff. I, I don't know anything about it. I said that to him, but I, I was interested in his point of view. He talked about the preserve itself. Just a really good conversation, and a lot of it was was health. And he was so happy, even though he didn't know me, that I had taken control of my health and, and, and fighting for it and, and getting it back because it took him so long to do it. So, you know, it made the walk that much better. And in, in that time, I actually had my fastest two-and-a-half-mile time because I didn't take as many breaks because I was so into the conversation. I didn't even realize it. And anytime I wanted to, to sit down, I, I said to him, I said, Ross, I just got to get a break for a second. And we hung out and we talked. And it was really something that, you know, I realized, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone every once in a while is an amazing thing. You never know who you're going to talk to, who you're going to meet. You know, the old me, we just would have kept on going. I don't know if the old me wouldn't even walking, but maybe a year ago. When I started to walk there, I probably would have, you know, talked to him for a little bit and let him go on his way, but just something told me to, to walk with him. And I, I'm so glad I did because it, it was an awesome experience. And I hope I see him again there because it was just a, a really good time. And I I would have regretted it knowing now, you know, I, of course, you know, you wouldn't know them, but like knowing now what I know, it's something I definitely would have regret. And I learned that more just like, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and experiencing new things. The worst thing that can happen is you don't like it. You don't do it again. That's it. Samantha says, I learned in school, if you are uncomfortable, it means you are growing. Be proud you made that step to engage in that conversation. I am. I'm very proud of it. And it made, it made my walk that much better. It really did. You know, that, that, that walk is, is a really big part of my, my, my weight loss journey. I've talked about it here so many times because I just, as I'm walking, have to pinch myself sometimes. I'm like, I'm actually doing this. I'm out walking outside for a long period of time, a long distance, It's just, it's, it's an incredible thing to me. I, I, it, sometimes it actually makes me a little speechless to think about it. You know, because I keep going back to that time when I couldn't walk, really. And I had to have my friend drive me from a, a show we were doing from the building to the parking lot to get in my car because I couldn't walk from my, the building to the parking lot. Marie says, hey, hey, Marie, how you doing? Marie actually came to my birthday show on Saturday, which we'll get to in a second, and brought me a lovely gift of a, a case of Premier Protein, which I cannot wait to drink with my Starbucks coffee. It is absolutely awesome. Thank you so much again. And the walk just set up that night. I had my birthday show Saturday night. 
It sold out in the little room. Place was packed. And it was it was a really fun night. Really fun night. Um uh, congrats. Thank you so much. Yeah, had good good loss this week. Uh the show the show was just an awesome show. I, I put together a great show with comics that I wanted to hang out with that are my friends. I had Dan Barry host it, Nick Tolelli, Ryan Marr, Brian McKenna. It, it was just a really, really fun show. Am I leaving anybody out? I don't think I am. And from top to bottom, the audience loved the show. They loved every comic. That The laughter was just nonstop. And I, it was just nice to look out and see these people coming out to support me for my birthday and to celebrate my birthday for me. And my, my, my friend Brian McKenna, who is an absolutely hilarious comic. If you, if you don't follow him, you should go to Instagram right now. I am Brian McKenna. Give him a follow. He opens for Jim Brewer. He, uh, he's funny because, you know, as comedians, we, we break each other's balls relentlessly. And we say the absolute worst things to each other. And that's kind of our thing. And <laughs> he's been following me along this journey. And I, the thing with the comics, the joke is that I'm not pleasant. That I'm a little salty sometimes. And is this true? Yes, absolutely. I, if I don't know you, I'm not very warm and friendly and things I'm kind of work I'm working on you know and I, I feel I'm getting more positive and more pleasant as this weight loss journey goes, goes on so everybody's got their stories about me when they first meet me if they put their hand on my shoulder if all these things happen and so Brian's been seeing the weight loss journey and he's been seeing the comments that people um are saying about how positive they find the podcast and how inspirational I am and and it's always funny because he calls me and he goes, he goes, you know, he goes, if these people only knew, if they only knew you, who you really are. So. <laughs> Angela says, now every time you story, I can't stop laughing. Angela was there for the show, so she saw this live and in person. So when I, when I booked Brian on the show, he said to me, he goes, I am going to tell these people exactly who you are. And I am going to <laughs> tell them the Anthony I know. All in good fun. Uh, see, Marie says, I don't believe it. McKenna's a liar. Exactly. I am very pleasant. So he didn't tell me what he was going to say, but he told me. He, he said that he saved every text message I've sent him for the last year and just screenshotted things I've said, said to him. Angela says, I ugly cried during Brian's set. I did too. I was in the back. I was rolling. The stories that he told, and some of the things I even forgot that I texted him. But let me tell, let me say this: it wasn't like I just sent it to him. These are messages going back and forth where he's saying things to, and he said that as well. But one of the funniest things he did: he's he imitated me storing from the preserves, talking about built bars, and I lost it when he did that. It was it was so funny. It was. Absolutely hilarious. And it, you know what? As a comedian, that when you get roasted like that, it comes from a good place. And he did say he was proud of me. And he did say how much weight I lost. He said I lost him and two of the stools that were on the stage. 
So it wasn't like it was, it wasn't mean, it wasn't malicious. But it was absolutely hilarious because he's, it was, and I liked it too because a lot of my, my, my friends from WW that I've made, they've gotten, I like them that they could see a different side of me, that they could see the other world that I'm in uh, as far as comedy and how I interact with everybody and how it all just comes together. Um, the tr- You know, I have, over these last two years, I've become more positive of a person overall. And I feel more positive and I feel more energetic and I feel, you know, that I want to help people and I want to do all these great things. And it is a big contrast to, to how I was two years ago. Don't get me wrong, I still can be a little... Like every comic had a story about me when they went on stage the first time they met me. I have a thing about me. I don't like being just like touched, really, if I don't know you or really any anyway. It, it, so they had a couple of stories about that. But it made the show. It really did. Uh, everybody's been talking about that set that Brian McKenna had and him talking about me and my text messages and his first interactions with me. You know, when he said it, he, he goes like this. And this is the, he said, he told the story. And then he goes, and this is the same guy on top of the, the hill at the preserve going, hey, guys, you could do it. You could. Hilarious. Absolutely. I wish I didn't even think about taping it because I was laughing so hard. If anybody got that on tape, please send it to me because it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, Terry says, maybe you'll be a leader. Whatever they're calling meeting leaders these days, they're coaches. Uh Terry, one day I would love to be a coach. Uh, I would want to start as a guide first, uh, learn my way up, and hopefully one day I can be a coach. I just want to help people do this, and I've said it millions of times on this podcast, and it's the reason why I started the podcast. I want somebody who's sitting at home, and they're saying to themselves, I am so far gone. I can't do this. I don't know how to begin. That's the person I want to reach and be like, hey, listen, I was there. I thought all hope was lost, but I still gave it one more shot. And when you can give it one more shot, you give it day one. Then you do it again day two, and you give day three a shot, and you just keep building and building and building. And before you know it, you got a nice little roll of success there. You got to start somewhere, and that's the people I want to reach. And I also want to... The people that are have been doing a weight loss journey and, and that feel stuck and that feel like, you know, they've hit a wall. We've all been there. We've all been there before. We've all hit plateaus. We've all hit instances where we don't know what to do. That's why I started this podcast. That's why I keep putting all that content out there because I, I want you guys to see that this is possible, that it's doable. It is hard. Don't get me wrong. This will be the hardest thing you ever do. But it'll be worth it. You know, every day it's hard. Every day it's hard. It was hard this week. People inviting me out for my birthday, you know, offering me drinks and cake and all that other stuff. I had cake one night. I had cake on Thursday and that was it. Because I see the bigger picture. Yeah, I could have had cake every night, but what would that have done? It would have pushed me further away from what I want to achieve. And what I want to achieve is I want to look ahead to my 40s and even be more of a success as far as my weight loss journey, as far as moving forward with my life. 
Terry says, I have a great workshop coach out of Wantor, but following you the past few weeks encouraged me to try to, to try again. Uh, you've been great. Thank you so much, Terry. And again, that's another reason why I started the podcast. Some people don't have a workshop to go to. They do it online, and you need a place to come. There's the... There's my Facebook group, the WWE podcast group. There's the podcast itself. You can join into the Facebook Live, and people are here to, to talk and, and to chat and to give you advice. Samantha says, how do you track homemade items from other people, or do you just stay away from them? It's hard. You know what, though? I notice you're not going to be 100%, but like my dad made for my birthday dinner, uh, macaroni with garlic and oil, which I absolutely love. I have it once a year on my birthday. So I actually just typed in macaroni with garlic and oil, and it's in the app. Is it the exact way my dad makes it? No. Is it more or less? Probably. So I just use that as a base. And listen, if, if you're 75% accurate, you're okay. It's seven, Just be 75% accurate with it, and I think you'll be okay with it. I know it's hard to do homemade items, but listen, if you're in a pinch... You're at someone's house and they present to you something, just type it into the app and there's something there that'll be equivalent to it or close to it. Like they make garlic bread too. I had, a, I had two pieces of garlic bread. I just typed in garlic bread and weighed it. It's not 100% like I would make it, but it's better than not putting anything in all, at all. That's how I look at it. And, like, looking back, I enjoyed my 40th birthday week. I did everything I wanted to do. I have no regrets. I had a good loss this week. And I'm feeling good about moving into this week. That's really all we could ask for, I guess, you know. Especially, you know, when we know there's a week where we might indulge a little bit. But just try to be as accurate as possible and always track. Track no matter what. That's really the best advice I can give to you. All right, everybody. I want to thank you all that joined on Facebook Live and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 81 of the WW Bro Podcast, always available at www.podcast.podbean.com, as well as on iTunes. Please, five-star rate and review. Let's get those reviews up. Let's get those reviews in. I love reading them. I'll share them on social media. I promise. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at ComicAnthonyD. Followed today by John Cena on on Twitter. No big deal. <laughs> it was definitely pretty cool to see that John Cena follow me today on, on Twitter. I keep checking to make sure he still follows me. As of now, he still follows me. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. Check it out on iTunes. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Check out his new band, Demon Scar, and their full-length album, Americoma, available on iTunes right now. For your deli needs, only one place to go. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show. He might just shrug his shoulders. They make you the best egg sandwich you ever had. It's delicious there. Try the Uncle Cheese. That's my sandwich. Uncle Cheese, get it. For all my comedy dates, you can go to anthonydlive.com. And once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 81. My name is Anthony DiDomenico. I will talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. <laughs>